who, who can play Wang these days? They had Kim Cattrall, right? To play Fish. Wang? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the characters, mate. Wang, <laughs> believe it or not, Wang is the wee Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wang, that was Kim Cattrall. Utter <laughs> <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Welcome everybody <laughs> to, uh, to our fun podcast today. Hey J Mac, I could see you there rocking it to that new theme song, right? I Get was this. digging it. I, I'm, I'm, like a th- I'm like a theme tune archaeologist, man. I was digging it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. A, You're welcome. A You're a musical talent. <laughs> Especially the drums. <laughs> the drums was the only thing I had to program. I wasn't able to play. What what kind of dawned on me there was the fact that I had uh, uploaded the, the full <laughs> the full on intro like it's supposed to be shorter than that much shorter <laughs> but I thought do you know what <laughs> like that's not that I could do anything about it because as it was playing on the screen I'm like shit this is this is the wrong one right <laughs> I've, I've put the full <laughs> version on it right so I thought you know what it's the first time that we're you know kind of premiering the, the new intro so why not let them have it you know so exactly exactly and it's it's actually demonstrously better than the previous one anyway so mate that's the nicest yeah. thing you've ever said to me thanks oh, I, love you, boy. <laughs> I really dig i really dig the other one even though we didn't record it it still you, you, was you digged it did you dig I, that i digged it i fucking digged it man i dug it i fucking dug a hole man i dig that so how you doing anyway all right good um good <laughs> you know used to be asking that question normally it goes no. the other way so you're just like uh, what the f-? i know like good, good as, as as always for everyone watching at home today we're kind of like so we've got a wee announcement and we'll kind of get the announcement out of the way before we uh head on with a show and for everybody watching at home this is kind of like one of the og jibber jabber podcasts where we used to just kind of get together and talk as a uh, you know, was it a bit different from kind of going through a format of a show? And there's a reason we're doing that, right? So we're going to kind of see this as the calm before the storm. So this episode is literally just J-Mac and I chatting about movie remakes and <clears> reboots <throat> and what ones were great, what ones we didn't like, and what ones we're really not looking forward to. But <laughs> the reason we're going to have such a, a laid-back, hours-long show this week is because 
We've been busy. Next week, right, right, <laughs> mate. <laughs> J-Mac's been busy, and we've uh, like, oh, I lost the joke because I didn't word it properly. I was like, I'm, I'm well, I'm always busy, but this week J-Mac was busy. Oh my god, no, mate, you've been on fire. You've been on fire. Uh, uh, to kind of yeah. preface that, uh, we have a new show coming on Thursdays, which J-Mac actually came up with a name, which is get t- tell him J-Mac what is the name of our new Thursday show? It's called Box Office Banter. Yeah, second choice to popcorn patter. <laughs> <laughs> right, the thing is, uh, box office banter will be a new show. So we still do our shows on the Sunday. Uh, I know today's Saturday that you're hearing this. That's because we're uh, checking out the new movie for Sunday, uh, for for the Thursday episode. So the uh, the new Thursday show will be like a half hour to not no half, but forty minutes to an hour long show, and it's basically J Mac and I going to the cinema, Bathgate Cinema. And we're going to check out a movie every week and we'll come on live via the Bathgate Cinema, Facebook, via our social media. And we'll talk about the movies that we're going to be watching and just kind of shoot the shit on, you know, what it is that we went to see. Uh, And that's kind of what we've done always. We've always talked about movies, but why not do it in a place that everybody kind of is there to see it? So that's pretty much what we've got coming up so you can tune in every thursday and probably go live about half eight uh, make sure you come along and tell us what you think the audience will probably grow exponentially because they've got a huge following so all the uh, jibber jabber originals make sure you come in and stick your temple in and be heard i feel like i'm doing all the talking Mac. You, you you talk about that's, it that's the it's just the jibber podcast that's the, <laughs> that's one of, one of those ones uh, yeah. No, it's. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's. Um, it will be good to uh, actually get get to go to the cinema again for one thing. We've not been right. able to go for so long, um, and the fact that it's that cinema just makes it all the better because it's it's not your big chain view or cinema world anything like that. It's it's really kind of mom and pop, you know. It's uh, yeah. it's it's a great place, home from home, and nice. really looking forward to it. Hey, jibbers and jabbers, it's J Mac here. This is just for you audio listeners. Thank you very much for listening to us as long as you have. We much appreciate it and we hope you're still enjoying it. But we would love it if you would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you love what you hear, you'll love what you see. Get over there now, click on subscribe to keep up to date. Thank you. Uh, The cool thing as well is uh, a new guy has kind of stepped in and taken the reins of, you know, pushing that cinema to the next stage as well. And we totally feel that, you know, our energy and his energy together can make something really special. Um, yep. So a big shout out to Ross at Bathgate Cinema, also and Scott and Andy, the guys that work tirelessly to make that place run. So yeah, make sure to check us out every Thursday on Go. I mean, you're probably better checking it out on Bathgate Cinema, but you can also check it out on our YouTube and everywhere else that we are. So hey, hey, happy days, happy days, eh? So today, J Mac, tell them what we're chatting about. We are talking about remakes i think uh, my initial idea was just to talk about upcoming remakes but obviously we're going to have a little chat about ones that we've loved and ones that we've hated as well mm. um we have to credit den of geek for the list of upcoming remakes um <laughs> the <laughs> obviously we need we need to go through that uh, uh you, you have to thank your sources it's one of these things one of these oh. internet etiquette things uh also legal so <laughs> well I don't, so, I don't think it's i don't think you legally have to say things um I think you you probably need to acknowledge it in some way. This is where I got it. This is where I got it from. Uh, but anyway, the the, the idea of remake, remakes have been getting done since not long after films started getting made. Um, you get some 
absolute stinkers, but you do get some that are arguably better than the original, for example, The Thing, you know? So they're definitely, you shouldn't write off a remake just because it's a remake. That's my point. Yeah. Scotty Dog uh, has a, a question oh, no. for us here in the comments. Uh, what is <laughs> what is worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Scotty Dog. Man, I've not seen him in years. He was really good in his, uh, his old bands, man. Uh, hi, Scott. Uh, aye. Class joke. <laughs> you got anything to follow up with that, J-Mac? No. no. Oh, well. Okay, no. so... Um, so that's uh, that's disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get away with that sort of thing on this wholesome show. <laughs> Not anymore. Right? <laughs> uh, aye, so we're going to kind of kick off with just maybe a wee bit of free discussion here on the kind of stuff that we've watched that are remakes that we let's let's kind of I'll I'll kick it off with things I did like that were remade, uh, and I think I've said this on a previous podcast, and it's a. Uh, Pet Cemetery, the remake of Pet mm. Cemetery for me was quite class. <laughs> it was quite class, if I <laughs> quite I class. I if I if I don't say so myself, <laughs> it was rather class. <laughs> yes, it, it, it was not. It was not shite. It mm. wasn't terrible. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, I, I I actually really liked it. It was pretty cool. Um, I liked how the, it's like they re envisioned the the movie and just kind of made it something new with the premise of the old one. So mm. you weren't like, oh, because I literally was in the cinema going, this will be when we Gage gets it, man. And then Gage didn't get it. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no way. And at that point, I was like, all right, so this is what we're doing, eh? So yeah. I'm just going to, like, you know, they they won me at that point. I'm like, cool, let's do it, man. Rule let's number one in remakes is just don't make it exactly the same as the old one. Do you know, because what's the point in watching a remake of something you've already seen if it's going to be exactly the same? But the problem is, you get some people that say, "Oh, it was different." <laughs> so what? What do you want? You just want to pay money to see the same thing twice. They made that mistake with the Psycho remake in 1998, I think it was, uh, um, with Vince Vaughn. As, yeah, I like that. Um, but, it, 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 but it was just a shot-for-shot remake, and as a result, it got absolutely no um, critical acclaim. It was just, it was just a carbon copy. Um, I, it was an interesting idea. Was it a good film? You could argue yes, because it was the exact same as the original, which is good. <laughs> but Except you, it was kind of colour. Yeah, it was just plagiarised. <laughs> Essentially, it was just plagiarised. Um, Scotty says, uh, Carrie was pretty decent, wasn't it? I think I kind of fell asleep watching the remake. I like mm. the original with Sissy Spacek. Um, but yeah. She's endlessly weird. <laughs> <laughs> she's like the uh, she's like Jack Nicholson's wife, and uh, what do you call it? The Shining. Aye, and she's also in uh, what's it called? The Hulk Hogan thing. Uh, the the Hulk Hogan. Eddie oh. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Suburban Commando. That's, Aye, the that, one. that's, uh, that's what's what's her name? Um, uh, Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Shelley right, Duvall. Right. <laughs> um, she was <laughs> Suburban Commando. Uh, make sure you check out our Suburban Commando and episode, uh, the Agent Club episode. <laughs> mate, mate, and we're going to meet Barry Boswick, I know, and, and see everybody's going to be like, hey, you were so good in Rocky Horror. I'm like, ah, mate, Secret Agent Club, what was that <laughs> on? <laughs> Class. Uh, oh. uh, so what was, what was, for you, probably one of your, your favourite remakes that you were like i totally wasn't expecting this to be good but it was fucking class 
<laughs> this one's going to be a bit controversial because I think it's quite widely uh, considered one of the worst remakes, um, and it's Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, his first one. He, he made Halloween Halloween 2. The sec- his second one was an absolute dumpster fire. Um, oh, mate. It was just it was just too it was too bizarre. It was like it, it was getting a bit far up its own anus. Behind eye. Uh, it was it was nonsense. But I liked I liked the first Rob Zombie Halloween movie. The, there was things about it I didn't next. like. Yeah, there, there was things about it I didn't like. Like it, everybody was just shouting in it all the time. There was no there was basically never just a face-to-face sit-down conversation like this. Everything was just shouting and screaming and loud. And I hate to think what kind of household that guy grew up in, man, because if that's his experience of life, he's had a, he's had a tough life. Um, mm. But I actually quite liked giving Michael an origin story. A lot of people don't. A lot of people would argue, probably like yourself, based on that face, that it's nice to have the mystery behind Michael Myers. Um you do kind of get an origin in the original with the fact that you see him killing his sister as, as a six-year-old. Fucking um, stand still! <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think this film's trying to make the argument that you can you can actually cause this to a kid by mistreatment. You can cause a mental snap um, that could result in multiple murders and a lot of boobies. <laughs> was, it really, was it really a mental snap, though? The guy was going home. Oh, sorry, the kid was going home. With dead cats in his school bag, <laughs> like I think well, it, was a, just... it was a gradual progression. But if you <laughs> gradual think... progression, man, who's <laughs> got him with dead cats? In like, he just started off. He just started off kind of ripping the ripping the wings off insects, and you know, um, I don't know, general torture of small animals, and then moved oh, on to man. cats, and then thought, you know what, I hated Spy Kids, so I'm going to kill that guy. <laughs> mm. It was the boy for Spy Kids that he killed, by the way. Hey, it was the boy for Spy Kids that he killed. In the first Halloween, in the first remake of Halloween, uh, boy with the kind of red hair, the guy that came down to kind of is just done smashing his sister. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, no, yeah, yeah, the, the right, the yeah, yeah. Did he die? Um, yeah, he, uh, he died. You, you see him, you see the last kind of breath coming out of his body. Um, so I like that. A lot of people didn't, but I would never argue with somebody that says they, they don't like it because I can understand why it just. I, I liked it. I liked it. I what was interesting was the the wee kind of Easter egg you having um, the I can't remember a, I can't remember a name at this point. That's annoying me. But the girl that's at the front of Halloween Four, um, they they brought her back as a different character that just gets wiped out. Me, <laughs> um, that, Jamie, that was cool. Jamie, what's her face? Yeah, I follow her on Twitter and whatnot. Um, I she grew up. <laughs> <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did. She grew up, aye. and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to kind of comment on on someone that you kind of watched as a child star, and then saying, "and you know what I mean." I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know, man. You can quite easily look at um, it, what is it, Emily Watson, and just go, "Yeah, she's an attractive Emma Watson." Emma Watson, uh, not is it? Yeah, <laughs> Emily Watson's not attractive. <laughs> Who's Emily Watson? Who is that? Uh, Google it. You, you'll recognise her. Um, she's just not my cup of tea. Um, Emma Watson. Uh, people were quite quick like, as soon as the, as soon as she turned sixteen, folk were like, "Get my own." Um, <laughs> but uh, aye, it is, it is a bit strange when you um, when you say that. Emily what, Watson was she not in a? Uh, what's it? Angela's Ashes. I've never seen Angela's Ashes. <gasps> that might be. Uh, 
sacrilegious thing to say as a film fan, but no, you'll never need seen to Angel's check it out, mate. It's quite yeah. sad, like, but you need to you need to watch it. It's got big, I'm uh... watching it unless it's a remake. <laughs> so moving on, right? So we're going to head now to the, the den of geek. Oh, look, it's me, Bogo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's Kurt <laughs> Russell in a vest top. You just can't do it. <laughs> right, so let's let's have a look at this. Right, Ace Ventura. I don't know if you know this, right? But I kind of model my whole personality after this character. No? <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, Ace Ventura, uh, if they're going to do a reboot, nah. I don't think I can accept Ace Ventura if it's not Jim Carrey. It would need to be something extremely special, and I just know it won't be. Um, no. Even Jim Carrey trying to reboot his own stuff is not good. Um, mm. I, I cite Dumb and Dumber too. Um, it, it, it was funny at bits, but it was nowhere near as good as the original. Um, and I imagine he's not going to come back for this. Um, but nah, there's. Don't do would, it. Leave what, it alone. What would, it. You, what would you do with it? What would you do with it? The one thing I guarantee you that they would need to take out is the um, the quote transphobic. Uh, storyline. Um, personally, I still think it's funny. Um, but transphobic just... storyline. Which part's that? <laughs> All of it. Iron Horn and Spinkle. It's like, ah. even the dolphin's like, <laughs> 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 right on his face, he? He's like, he's up just crying <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> Um, so I, that's, and the bit where he spins spins around, he's like, "He found Captain Winky." That gone. That's not happening anymore. It's that part, yeah. right? That had me as a child when he rips her skirt off and it does this with his head, <laughs> right at a <her> fucking crotch. <laughs> and Kevin got us demonetized. <laughs> that is that shit's amazing, man. Hey, one thing though, is it really transphobic to go? No, I don't fancy guys. Is that transphobic uh, or is that you just don't fancy guys? It's transphobic. No, it's um, not. It's not, but it is. I always um, thought a phobia was like, Ooh! right? A spider. We've spoken about this before. We've spoken no, about this before. It's, it's no. used in a different. Is it used in a different way? Right. Well, um, let's stop using it in a different way. <laughs> having a phobia is something's like, oh, like I can't go near that, which means you couldn't have a gay friend. Then you're like, oh, get away from me. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh! I'll you walk in the, <laughs> the street, see two guys holding hands, you're like, oh! <laughs> run away, like fuck off, man. That's bullshit. I think it's all right to not fancy to not fancy guys or girls if you're from the same sex, and whether it being called transphobia, but that's just me. What fucking ever? Uh, hey. <laughs> so, lady, birdie, lady. Oh, Jill. Hi. Hi, Jill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, so next one, Akira. You've seen that, right? Because I've not. Akira. Uh, yes, Akira. it has been a long time, and it's one of the weirdest films I've ever seen, but arguably the best anime ever made. Now, I haven't read what it says here, but are they remaking it into a live action, or are they remaking it into um, a, uh, just a, another anime? Because if <laughs> if, they're, if they're remaking another anime, then I don't I don't think. Uh, remaking cartoons, I, I, I don't really argue with it. <laughs> remaking cartoons, well, let's... essentially that's what it is. Um, read that for me, J Mac. Read that. One of Hollywood's most on and off projects, the current state of the live action Akira remake, is back is back in the works. Right, so uh, showrunner for season two of Netflix's Daredevil show has been hired to pen a screenplay. Right, 
Now this this is quite an old article. This was 2018, so I'm not sure exactly what uh, stage these things are at. Um, it's really. Let's see. This is just dead air at this point. It's all it's talking about is is who's involved in it. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, well, but... I mean, I, I probably would watch it if it was a, if it was a live action thing. So I think all it'll do is <laughs> but when something like that comes out, what it does is it makes you go back and watch the stuff like the source material if you're a big fan. Yeah, there so was be a good thing. There was a live action remake of Fist of the North Star, which was another one of my favorite animes when I was a kid. Um, Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star. Um, it was again very strange, but really good fun. There was a guy who could punch you a thousand times, and your head would explode. Um, <laughs> was, really, was his really name good. Bugu? <laughs> what? Was his name Bugu? <laughs> that one's right over my big square head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, it's, it's and and that was an awful film. It was truly, truly terrible. I know there have been some decent anime movies. I think you cited um, Tokyo Ghoul um, as has been. No, was it Tokyo? Was it Tokyo <laughs> I don't Ghoul? even know no, what that no, is. No, not Tokyo Ghoul. Death Note. Sorry, Death Note. I think you recommended Death Note live action one to me, and it was yeah, okay. yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was alright. Um, so it can it can be done okay. It can it be done well? Remains to be seen. Uh, well, we'll what see do you what think? happens with that. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that it, it would be class for them to do it because then we, like I say, I'm a big fan of them doing something that's uh, something that's been done years ago. But if it's been done years ago and it's now <laughs> and it's now uh, done, then it can be class. <laughs> 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 sorry i got flustered <laughs> at no point during your incoherent rambling did you say anything that made any sense i award you no points and may god have mercy on your soul <laughs> i'll give you that i was just like yeah um, yeah stuff and uh pink Panther. rambling rambling <laughs> <laughs> sorry right so <laughs> an american werewolf in london mm-hmm. now, can i just say right this image right here, I'm going to tell you guys a story, right? My sister, who's three years younger than me, um, years ago, <laughs> I remember this, right? So she, I was sitting in the living room with my mum, and my sister came running through, screaming. Ah! I'm like, what the hell? Because I thought, right, either a spider or whatever, right? Proper scary. And uh, she came screaming through. Uh, what is it? She's like, I turned the TV on, and as soon as I turned it on, there was this guy with yellow eyes, right, and big teeth staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, for the life of me, like, what the hell? And then I checked the TV, and American Werewolf in London was on. So this is the image that she, imagine you're like fucking seven and you turn your telly on, and that's what you see. I'm 36, and if I turn my TV on, I wasn't expecting that. I would shake my brakes. <laughs> No, forever, forever. I've always laughed at that shit because she turned that movie on and seen that straight away. Just, um, just to say something here, that is one of my favourite films of all time, right? And that, that, <coughs> that bit there, that moment, I've mm-hmm. never understood it. But when he makes that face, it's a cat noise that comes out of him. Like, go and do the noise. It, it's like a, a kind of panther scream. Wow, you know what I mean? That kind, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and again, it's a, again, it's a werewolf. 
Wolves <laughs> he's a cats. He's a werewolf. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, what's your thought on this one getting remade? I mean, how familiar are you with? Oh, I'm very familiar with it, man. Right. It was. <laughs> I kind of stopped thinking of that. Uh, you know, someone dubbed it years ago. Fenton. <laughs> Fenton. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Remember that farmer that was running chasing his dog and he's like, Fenton! <laughs> and his dog's like fucking off, man, right across the field. And the farmer's chasing it going, oh, for fuck's sake! Well, no. the scene in that where the guy gets mauled to fuck at the start, he's, uh, they've redubbed it. I'll need to show you. I'll need to send you. It might even play at the end of this episode, right? But uh, he, he was in it and that kind of makes me think of that, which is hilarious. I think the movie's good, really good movie. Uh, that same guy's in uh, My Girl. He plays the teacher, mm-hmm. and I always because uh, I yeah, grew up Griffin Dunn. I I grew up watching My Girl, so when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's the teacher from My Girl." What's his name again? Bella or some shit. Um, but I, so uh, I wouldn't mind a new one if they if they done what they done with a uh, Pet Cemetery and kind of take it a different way. I mm. wouldn't mind watching it. I'd go and see it. And then, mm. by the way, John Carpenter said this best. The reason they're making movies and remaking movies is because they were already hits, right? You know straight up, if you're a fan of a movie and it gets remade, you're going to go and see it anyway because of what it is, because you already have that connection to that movie. <clears throat> so you're going to go check it out, right? To a certain extent. I think um, that there, there have been things that I've actively avoided, even though I've, I've really enjoyed the original. Um, like? The Craft, for example. <laughs> um, I, th- I think The Craft appears later on in this list as an upcoming remake, but it's already been done. Apparently it's it's woeful, um, but I, I liked. I really did enjoy the the original. It's, it doesn't seem like the type of film I'd enjoy. Of it, four witches <laughs> seems a bit kind of. I don't. I don't feel like I'm its target audience. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. But I, I won't. I won't bother what they've seen the the remake. And to be honest, I will. I don't think I'll watch the remake of that um, because. I hold that film so dear in my heart. That was the film that got me watching horror films again after a five-year uh, period where I was too scared to watch anything. After Why? I, I saw it when I was seven, <laughs> and it, it? it just <laughs> I, I just I refused to watch anything that could be scary. And that was the film that brought me back to horror films to make me realize how good they could be and also how funny they could be. And um, the thing that made that film really special was the uh, the practical special effects. Um, that transformation scene is still, I think, the best werewolf transformation scene I've ever seen um, to date. And the problem is, what makes it so good was the fact that it was all done practically. And if they remake that, you just know it's going to be CGI to buggery. And I just I, I'll lose all respect for it. Um, so, no, nah, not touching that one. Sore one. I'll give it a watch. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a whirl. Jill says, "Giving up," and Jing says, "I'll give you a swatch on Spotify." Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Why is Jill giving up? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, spin, spin, spin. I think they wanted me to spin like like this. <laughs> That's some spin. Uh, I have no idea, man. I've no idea. Um, so next up, what we got? Uh, a prophet. Have Never you heard seen of it? The original one? Let's just skip that shit, <laughs> mate. Right. Let's. I know what this is, right? But let's just kind of let's just look at that for a second. Even if I didn't know what that was, I'd want to watch it just purely based on seeing that. What's that inbred? I shrunk the kids. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so what happened was um, there's a an anime. Which, by the way, see when you say anime, I watch anime. People think that you sit at home uh, putting stuff up yourself, right? But you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Sometimes, sometimes anime stuff is really good, right? A lot of it's uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Aye. A lot of the time you're putting stuff, uh, you, you watch <laughs> stuff. a lot of the time you're watching this, right? And the story can be really good. There's one I would suggest watching on uh, Netflix. It's called Parasite, right? So Attack on Titan is an anime about the world was overtaken by these big bastard giants, right? As you can see, that's one of them. You see that? Aye. It looks a bit like um, Sissy Spacek. <laughs> Not does they know how it looks like Gail Platt for Coronation Street. <laughs> 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 right. oh, man. So, <laughs> entirely too many teeth and no enough chin so it's basically these giants and they've had to kind of the rest of the civilization have had to wall themselves into a big massive circle like these big ass walls that even the giants can't get over right and then and then the giants get over <laughs> and see that lasted right? The, the main guy, I can't remember his name, Aaron or something like that. They scran his mom, man. They eat his mom like she's a fish finger. <laughs> and he's like, no, oh, my mom! My mom! <laughs> so it's like, he then is like, right, I want to get these giants back. It's about time we stop hiding behind this big-ass wall that the giants have just managed to climb. <laughs> and eat my mom <laughs> like a fish finger. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Appetizer. <laughs> right. um... Pretty much. So pretty cool to see the the live action of that, I would be really interested to kind of see that. Uh, I like I like your description of it. It's like it's about these giants, right? I can I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, it, it looks like it could be fun <laughs> as long as it's done properly, and it looks like it should be pretty much a horror film. Yeah. Um, with giants. Uh, <laughs> so no, nah, I'd I'd be up for that one. Uh, the ba- the Batman, Batman and it's. We've is that the trailer, Ben Affleck that they're using there? That's Ben Affleck, yeah. Why would they use Ben Affleck <clears throat> and their Batman? Well, I could, I could imagine that there's a chance that Robert Pattinson wasn't cast yet when this article was written in 2018. Uh, <laughs> so some, <laughs> of them, some of them are going to need to skip past. That might be one of them. Uh, so Because that's done, and it looks like it could be absolutely awesome. So I'm looking it does forward actually, to that one. And it's strange. Um, I do think that Ben Affleck was a decent Batman, despite my opinion of Batman versus Superman. Um, I think that he was good at that role. Um, Robert Pattinson, obviously he's going to need to bring something really special to the table to to kind of overshadow that and the, the previous incarnations in Christian Bale and uh, my personal favourite, Michael Keaton. Um, but the trailer looks good, man. So um want to, want to watch. What do you think? I think he just really needs to make it his own. As long as he does that, it should be all right, eh? Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mondo. <laughs> um, and Big Man Japan. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, wait what, a minute. What, what is we that? need to see that. <laughs> what, man? Uh, telling, telling the story of an ordinary man who becomes an outcast in no small part due to his talent for turning into a gigantic hero to save Japan from lots of monsters right I'm watching that that yes. sounds awesome it's like Godzilla with a fat guy <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with his hair as well he's like Paul Phoenix at a Tekken 
<laughs> no, he looks like uh, Kid and Play. Remember Kid and Play from House Party? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you remember House Party? Uh, no. Well, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Big Trouble in Little China? No. Nah. Do not dare. Do, Do you know, dare. they'll be able to because John Carpenter says, you know, every time he's asked, you know, what do you think of this remake? The remake in your film. Pardon me. The remake in your film. He says this. He goes, this is what I think. I get a call. I raise my hand. This way, can you see it here? I raise my hand. And before you know it, there's a check in it. You got to love John Carpenter. <laughs> so uh, I, I think to, to pull this oh. off. Hmm? Although... What? He's a bit of a creepy old guy. Like, have you ever listened to the commentary for Halloween? No. All he keeps talking about is... <laughs> it's, it's like whenever he shows boobs, he's like, yeah, you get to see some boobs there. No, those are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Peter File. <laughs> His name's Peter File. <laughs> Peter File. Peter A. File. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm just stealing part here, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean that it speaks for itself. That film, in my mind, that only works as an '80s movie. Yeah, you can you can kind of see that it's going to star Chris Hemsworth, right? <laughs> I can I can see that I can see that. Uh, Who would they get to play Wang? <laughs> That's a really important <laughs> name. <laughs> Wang. Wang, so who can you play Wang these days? They had Kim Cattrall, right? To play <laughs> Wang? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the characters, man. <laughs> Wang, believe it or not, Wang is the wee Chinese guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wang, that was Kim Control. <laughs> We've got a part for you here that say Wang. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wang. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. She played Wang <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China. Ladies and gentlemen, Kim Control. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come to travel. I thought you were a Chinese guy. <laughs> wow. <Sorry. sighs> oh. um. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Enough. Wang would be uh John Show. John Show. Mm, that's possibly a good shout. Is he a martial artist though? <laughs> or does he just look the part? Mate, it was good in uh, Star Trek. He was fighting in that, so. See, that's the thing. See, with just about kind of clever cinema, cinematography, you can make somebody that doesn't know how to fight make it look like they know. Um, it's very common these days, which is why modern films, you very rarely see wide shots in fight sequences. It's all kind of close up uh, just to make it look presentable, I suppose. Um, so I suppose they could. Suppose they Who do you think would play Kim Cattrall's character? Wang. No, do you know who would play Wang? Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> you just know uh, it. Okay. You just know it. <laughs> so we need right? to change something. What would we do? 
Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> She's still called Wango. <laughs> uh, so this film only works as an 80s film because it's so outrageously fantastical and crazy 80s. that it only works in the 80s so no, don't touch it the birds definitely needs a remake uh, right, because the birds? the birds was is a hitchcock hitchcock movie <laughs> hitchcock. Um, it's a hitchcock movie uh i think from the 60s about a town that gets overrun by killer birds um uh, to be honest i've always thought it was shite um it might just be because it, it's a film of its time and it to me it just hasn't aged very well uh it could be something that's that's worth a go i wouldn't i wouldn't mind but it could just be because i don't hold that film too too dear to my heart uh well i've never seen it so <laughs> uh blade hmm no no I I do think we don't have enough Blade films because Blade was class. Mm-hmm. So I'm all up for a Blade reboot. I can't really see anybody being Blade other than Wesley Snipes. However, that's only because I've only ever <clears throat> seen Wesley Snipes playing Blade. I could get round to it if they get the right guy. They need to get someone that just makes you go, that's Blade. You know? Yeah, they have actually cast it. I wish I could remember the guy's name. I, I, I really do. Um very very good actor um he's been in a few very successful things i can't it's annoying me i can't remember his name um i think he may have been in empire or something um it's gone but blade is one of these see in my mind as much as i as, as much as i'm completely fed up with superhero films for the most part i'm completely fed up with comic book movies right mm-hmm. but by the same token I think if you're if you're making a version of a book or a comic book, I don't care how many times it gets remade um, or rebooted. If you can keep improving on it, who cares? I mean, if they st- imagine they stopped making Spider Man after the 1970s, mm. um, we would have nothing. Not even the Tobey Maguire ones. <laughs> um, no. Oh. <clears throat> so so now I'm I'm all up for that. I think um, I think they can make it fun. It will be weird not seeing Mr. Snipes in there because he made that role. Um, so that could be could be interesting. Is it Jeff Bridges that plays that old guy again? <laughs> no, but funnily enough, I was saying to a guy at my work yesterday that Chris Christopherson looks just like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> um, so, aye, they're they're very they're very alike, um, especially when they both got beards. Um, but no, catch you fuckers at a bad time. <laughs> um, he was so, I, I'm up for that. The Blob. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen the blob, but you know what? I'm gonna go yeah, back. Yeah, it's a and period piece. It. <laughs> it's a piece of placenta that uh he was just a piece of placenta. <laughs> uh yeah, have you ever seen the blob? No, but I need to. <laughs> it's uh, watch it, it's it's so silly. I don't know why it needs a remake, though. I mean it's already been remade. Um and it's uh it's never been good. So I know I know who exactly who they should get to play the blob. James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> he would be great in the fucking blob. <laughs> so uh, tell me about James Corden, Kevin. <laughs> I I think that he'd be perfect for someone that doesn't need to do anything and would still get fucking uh praised for it. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of James Corden. No, I, I used to be uh, mm. up until he went to America. 
after nah. he went to America, I'm like, nah, I don't like you anymore. Right, we get it. You sing in your car. Who's it going to be this week? Oh, wow. Can you shut the fuck up? Because you can't actually sing, but the guys you've got with you are singing. So could you just shut the fuck up, please? He's just started doing that American talk show host thing where they kind uh, of outrageously laugh at things that aren't funny. Um, and it just annoys me. Him and Jimmy Kimmel. No, Jimmy Kimmel. The, the other one. <laughs> There's Jimmy Kimmel. And there is... The other guy that looks like Jimmy Kimmel but isn't. Someone else asked me that recently as well, and I couldn't remember. I remember the guys. I'm mind farting tonight. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mind fart every day. <laughs> oh no, mate! Do you remember? You that take time? this one. <laughs> do you remember that time we nearly ended up in Bolo Young's hotel room? That sounds wrong, but yep, yeah, go on. That would have been bloody class. We were doing a convention, and yeah. Bolo Young was there. We got to see him. Uh, he's only he's not quite the ball he once was. Uh, he's uh, aye, but it would have been really cool to have been there and done that wee project that we were going to do with him, but it <clears> did not materialize. But it was still a good experience, nonetheless. Bolo Young was the man of fucking nightmares for me growing up. Anytime I seen him in a movie and he was always a bad guy, I'd be like, ah, you're fucked. Those eyes, yeah. mate. He's just yeah, Crazy he's a big eyes. scary dude and he's huge. Like he's he's humongous. He was, um, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> I that's, that's what we're talking about. He's not quite the, the guy he once was, but he's he's well in his seventies now. And he's I actually got a tear in my eye watching him because he's he's riddled with arthritis by the looks of it, and he's just kind of shuffling from foot to foot, and it's it was a bit depressing, but it was still really cool to see him. But you're right, man, the man of nightmares, he was the scariest bad guy ever in uh, Double Impact, um, and and even even the like, the first thing we seen him in was uh, Enter the Dragon. Uh, he was big, scary, didn't that? He was literally snapping people in half. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you seen he <clears throat> and Van Damme still have like a really good relationship? He's went and had like he's went and stayed with Bolo and his family and stuff, and he kind of classes Bolo Young as his as his brother. You know that, eh? Uh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's it's nice to see that. <laughs> like you, you never see that relationship on film. Um, it's not like um, like if you find out that I don't know Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen get on really well. It's like yeah, they always get on really well. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. when you see guys that are always kind of kind of yin, yin and yang to each other in movies, it's it's cool to see that they're actually good friends. That movie getting remade. Personally, for me, I don't mind. It was never one of my favorite Van Damme movies. Um, I, I think. It. It, I think it could be done better, um, but it's a tournament film, and tournament films, I don't think they'd really do too well these days, and that's why the Mortal Kombat remake that came out did not go down that route. Um, so they'd need to do something interesting with it. I have to disagree with you. However, I think remaking this could be cool because if it's done right, done well, and it's well received, we could see a trend of martial arts movies coming back, and that for that reason, I wouldn't be out. You get me? <laughs> we do. We do need a good martial arts film. When was the last time a good martial arts film came out and went in like mainstream cinema release? It's been so long, and the last thing that did was probably a fucking Steven Seagal vehicle. I so, think it was something like uh, Never Back Down, which was, by the way, not terrible. I like Never Back Down, but they should have just called it My Dad Died. That's all that guy talked about through that whole film. Whenever he was, about- get, whenever he was getting challenged about anything, he would go, When My Dad Died. Every fucking time, watch it. Count how many oh, times he mentions his dead dad. And he's like, "Man, for just get over it." Um, yeah. But it's a good film. I, I, the fight scenes are good. The 
the bad guy, uh, I think his name's his real name anyway, I think is Cam Cam Gigandi, I think his name is. And he a bit of a specimen, like really fit that guy. Looks like he knows how to handle himself. And he was he was a threatening bad guy. And I like I like to have a good a good villain even in a teeny bopper martial arts film. Uh, I think maybe don't call it never back down. It kind of seems something like uh you know that what was that dancing one they done? And that's kind of why I stayed away from it. Like, <laughs> Stomp the yard down. or something. No, um, it was um that dancing one that came out that everybody's like, oh my god, and made all the girls start to do dance classes and stuff. Bring it on. Some, that's no, no, close. You got saved? saved? No, it was after Save the Last Dance. It was along that vein. Step up. Know. Step, Step up, up, you. Yeah, I don't that's watch tripe. <laughs> nah, and that, that I kind of thought that that's what that was, and it absolutely wasn't. But because it was called Never Back Down, I just assumed that oh, it would be that pish. It wasn't. It was actually decent. But like I say, I would love to see. I'd love to see the next star, martial arts star. You know, I mean, it, where, I thought, we, I thought that. we were going. To, I thought we were going to get it with uh, Tony Jaa, uh with the Ong Back series. I thought his as a martial artist, he's very, very good. Really good in front of the camera. Um, and I can't again. I can't remember the guy's name, but it's the guy from the Raid movies. He is excellent. Um, the Raid, actually, the Raid is probably the last really good main mainstream martial arts movie that I can remember. And the Raid Two was just as good, if not better. Uh, so, yeah, still waiting on it. That could be the one to bring them back to life again. Yeah, absolutely. I also love the original Bloodsport. It's like one of my favorite movies. So they made a few of them, didn't they? I don't know. I never. I won't. Or I'm this, thinking that it might just be that every other tournament film was exactly the same as that afterwards. He done one called Shoot the Fighter quest. and stuff. The quest, the, the quest. The Quest that was directed by Van Damme. I used to like it when I was a kid, and then I grew up and realised it was bollocks. Um, yeah, Candyman. Candy Tony Man. Todd. Tony Todd is actually good friends with G. Tom Mack. Uh, really good friends. It would be interesting to see if we could get him on to talk about Candyman and the, the prospect of a new one. Um, mm-hmm. I like Tony be. Todd. He's been in a lot of great stuff. Yeah, he was in Candyman and The Crow, Final and Destination, Final Destination, and Candyman and The Crow and Final Destination. Final Destination. <laughs> Don't forget Candyman. And I, I think he might have been in Final Destination two, three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, I, but yeah, Candyman. Candyman was a like the first Candyman was a scary film, man. Um, mm. I think I've seen the trailer for the remake. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's done. And yeah, it looks. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Remains to be seen. Uh, I've not seen any trailer yet, but I'll maybe need to check it out. You know, I think uh, with a Candyman movie, if you're going to have it come back, fair, fair enough. But I'd like to see Tony Todd still involved in some capacity. You know, like in The Incredible Hulk. Um, Edward I'm pretty Rotten. sure he is. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's him that's playing Candyman. Well, that, um, that that that's sold then, sold. So, I mean, if that's if I'm right, then we could be on to a winner. Um, but he was also in Candyman too, which was <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but uh, time's passed. Time has passed. Um, so I it would be pretty cool to see that horror will always be remade. Car wash, never seen it. You seen it? Nah, I haven't. Chronicles in Narnia. Narnia was class as it is. Leave it alone, bitches. Do you know I didn't like uh the original was it Lion Witch and Wardrobe? Yeah, that was the first one, Lion Witch and Wardrobe. I actually didn't like it, so I never gave the other two the time of day until recently 
when we decided to show them to my son to get him to stop watching really boring crap. Um, and to be honest, I actually really enjoyed them, especially the the, the second was it the second or third one that had that wee guy with eyebrows in it. Um, what's his name? <laughs> Terrible with names tonight. The guy, the guy that was in that Bandersnatch. Um, oh yeah, the guy who always speaks like that. He was in a uh, Son of Rambo. Yeah, yeah, that's he's a good little actor, man. I like. Yes, I like um, him. So the one with him, and he was he was playing like a total little shit at the beginning. And like you're like, I know you're going to redeem yourself at some point, and he does, and it's good and it's sweet. So, uh, is it too soon to remake this? Aye, still yeah, is. I think so, so. Bugger off with that. Oh no, <laughs> no, like, no, what are you no doing? cliffhanger. Not a chance in hell. Right, cliffhanger is the best Stallone movie that isn't a Rambo or Rocky film. Would agree with you. Well, I don't know. Tango and Cash. No, it's good, but it's no cliffhanger. Sorry, Locker. it's a close for me. It's a close tie between Cliffhanger and Demolition Man. Those two, uh, arguably, is best out with those other two franchises. So John Lithgow's in this one, eh? And uh, <laughs> where's my money? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And as Mrs. Missy's, as Mrs. Missy's gets dropped, uh, the boy's Mrs. The guy that plays Meryl from what? Uh, what's his name again? The guy that plays Meryl in Walking Dead. Uh, he Michael Rooker. He's Hi, a great character actor, man. And he's, he he's always a good a antagonist. Guy. What's that? Yeah, he, yeah. he always plays well, the bad guy, but no, this he's kinda a bad guy in this because you think that he, you, there's moments where you think he's gonna kill him. Um because obviously he blames him for um his missus' death. And uh, he is a bit of an antagonist until basically until the shit hits the fan and then they kind of realize how much they actually do kind of care for each other. But Cliffhanger Taking away its silliness is a great action film, and I don't want them to touch it. They they should not touch it. It's got it's got its issues. There's there's trees on mountains where there would never be trees on mountains, like far too high up, stuff like that. But um, it looks. I mean, considering when it was made, I think it was 1993. Considering when that was made, that film looks amazing. <laughs> and Stallone's that... doing Stallone's doing a lot of his own stunts in that in it as well. And it, it's it's a good actioner, man. I, I don't See want that to face it. that Stallone does when he's trying hard not to let that lassie fall. <laughs> She's like, don't let Hold me on. go. Yes. Don't let me go. That's how Fallen is done. <laughs> it's not about how hard you fall, how you get back up. <laughs> she didn't get back up. <laughs> That's your phone is done. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna sweep her into the trash bag. <laughs> but that, that bit actually makes my stomach go, man. See when you see her actually start to fall, uh, it, get, it gets you in the gut. I mean, it, it's it's a horror. Man, could you imagine like dying that way, like knowing that you are on your way to death within seconds? Mm, Fuck, you're on know. your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Cliffhanger was, I think the original was directed by Rennie Harlan, who did like Die Hard 2 and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's better than Die Hard 2. It's it's just a great film, man. I watch it at uh, least once a year. I tend to watch it around Christmas time because I remember it being on around Christmas time when I was a kid. I, I think it was a summer movie, though, when it came yeah. out. But I always tend to watch it around Christmas time because it's snowy and it's got still one. Uh, you can't beat that, mate. Uh, Clue. The original that had Tim Curry in it, didn't it? It did have Tim Curry in it, yeah, but I've never seen it, so I can't Same. comment. We will move on. <clears throat> Clueless, and we will move on from that also. Oh, you shall. 
craft. We've already spoke of that. We've already yep. spoke of this, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Basically, it's been done, and apparently it's fucking woeful. So, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> the Crow. I'm totally up yeah. for this. As much as I like... Excuse me. As much as I love The Crow, it could do a remake. It could it could use modern technology to make it even better. And uh, there was rumor that Jason Momoa was going to take up the role, which would have been awesome. I think he would look great in that role. Um, and he's just as just a he's a good enough actor to pull a role like that off without trying to make it too serious. Do you know what I mean? Like I think if you, it's not a serious film, and to put one of the best actors in the world in that role would be a bit silly to me. But somebody middle of the road like Jason Momoa, I think, could pull that job off very nicely. Um, so I'd, I'd I'd be up for that one, even though even though every one of the Crow sequels was <laughs> arse wipingly terrible. Mm, I like the one with Edward Furlong in it. No, nah, it was bad. Mm. Yeah, it was terrible. Nah, I'm gonna defend it. <laughs> okay, try. I think it's, this one is called Wicked Prayer. I actually have the full collection of Crow movies there, and also. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I need to get that. It's actually that. really, really good. I've not finished it yet, but uh, it's a lot different from from what the movie is. And you can see where a lot of the where a lot of the um, source material comes from. And mm. I think, and you're going to love this, and you know it's expected of me. But I think if they remake it, they should do it in black and white. I like wouldn't they wanted to that. Like they wanted to do the original, mm. um, but they wouldn't take the risk. Aye. So, uh, but yeah, a nice a black and white Sin City style version of the Crow. Yeah. go for it. I think that would be good. Cube, Cube yeah. first one was shite. Remake will be shite. <laughs> and that's a das boot. Never seen that. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't look now. Um, is apparently a very good horror film from 1973. I've never seen it. It was, I think it's Donald Sutherland and somebody else. Um, <laughs> can't remember. Actually, looking at that there, Nicholas Rogue is the guy who directed the first film. Now, do you oh. know what other what other classic horror film he directed? What? <laughs> the Witches, nineteen ninety. Really? Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> which was nice. which was awesome. Everybody loves the Witches, um, mm. but yeah, I don't know. June is all. I think that's done. <laughs> it's not June. It's done. Uh, I, I'm sure that's on its way. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons has been done. Christian Bale, the uh, Entity. Yeah, yeah. that I could, that could yeah. I'd be up for they'd, that call one. It, they'd call it Paranormal Entity, even though <clears> it's a movie. They've already done that. But. <laughs> um, have you seen the original? Aye, years ago. I thought it was quite boring, because at this point, where we're watching something like this, it's no groundbreaking to us. We've seen far worse now, so it's one of those things that doesn't age well because of that, you know? Yeah. Um, the thing is, I mean, just having a quick look at the article there, um, the entity, the premise behind the original film is, is really quite dark. It's, it's about a woman that gets raped by a poltergeist. Um, and it's supposed to be based on a true story, but it's probably like not. <laughs> Is it Palpatine that's doing the raping there, by the way, in that picture? Good. <laughs> um, the dark side, fill you. Yes. Say, <laughs> like, I want to go up your dark side. How the hell oh. does a poltergeist rape someone? Well, they do it. Um, to be honest, the, the effects for the time were really pretty amazing. 
Um, it's it, the, the original entity is a good movie. I've not seen it since I was maybe fifteen or something. Um, but it was it was a good film. The remaking that if if they give that to James Wan, which it says in the article, I'd be up for that. Um, yeah. as was the Poltergeist. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we got? Every way which but oh, no, no, uh, no, oh god, no. <laughs> what else we got? Firestar, uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, that's Drew Barrymore. That's oh, a yeah. that's an old Fresh Stephen King one. Five Fingers of Death. Um, <laughs> that's what they should recall the. That's what they should call the remake of the Entity. Hmm. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, J Mac. Flash Gordon, I think the uh, <coughs> there was a plan to do that, but because uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of the idea that they wanted to do with Flash, they kind of just were like, nah. Right, well, I'm glad because that film is in my treasure chest of childhood memories and I don't want it touched. Uh, you have a, a comment here from Graham Homewood. Hey Jordan, how's it going buddy? Film 2021, here we come. Hey Graham, not seen you in a while, buddy. How you doing? Not seen anybody for a while because of the <laughs> pandemic. Um, <laughs> but uh, now me and Graham are going to have a game of golf soon. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Thanks for All coming right. on, man. Love you. <laughs> Don't uh, you can get a room if you. <laughs> oh, I can. Uh, flight of the Navigator. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think it could be a good kids movie, a good family movie. It already is. There's no uh, need to change anything about that. The special effects in that movie for the time are, are awesome. Look at that set. That that set is amazing. The inside mm. of that ship looks fantastic. Having uh, Paul Rubens uh, playing the like doing the voice for Max. <laughs> That's it, Davy. It, it's <laughs> it's classic. There's nothing I would change about that film. Nothing. What I wouldn't be opposed to is maybe if they could do uh, a 3D restoration or something. That'd be cool because a 3D restoration would suit that environment. You spend most of the time in that ship. How cool would it be to actually get some depth perception and stuff in there? So, no, don't don't touch that. I did see a mock-up poster with the kid who played uh, the hypochondriac kid in It. Um, I know who you are. You know him, the kid with the dark hair, and it was him in that scenario. I think he could play that role quite well, but I just don't want it touched, man. Again, it's too close to my heart. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it fucked with. Um, so we're going to kind of leave that list there before we end the show and kind of just wrap up what it is that we've kind of talked about there. So it's safe to say that we, as uh, avid film buffs, are not the are not entirely sold on the idea of remakes in general but some get through the cracks and some might actually be all right based on what they do with it um is there a movie that you would like to have remade if you could choose oh that's a tough one um are there movies that were made possibly before the technology was there to make them as good as they could be I, i would say so um Maybe something like Do you know be a cool remake? Battery's not included. Mm. That'd be that'd be a cool little remake. Cocoon. Never ending something, story. Something like that. No, don't touch the never ending story. <laughs> don't know. touch the that. If you touch that, <laughs> someday I'll touch it. 
Mm. And then some. <laughs> no, it's uh no. Actually speaking of never ending story, Comic Con Scotland are having a never ending story reunion this year in Edinburgh. Uh keep mm. your eye out for tickets going on sale for that. It's going to be amazing. We've got a trio yeah. and we have the Childlike Empress coming along. Uh, we also have a flight the navigator. We've got Joey Kramer coming along. It's gonna be the boys. I can't wait. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be the boys. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. That is going to be amazing. We've got a really good year, actually, for us on the whole as a podcast. Launching a new show on Thursday. We've got an, another new show coming soon. Uh, a more interactive style thing. Uh, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, we will be heading up and down the UK this year as well for the comic conventions. We'll be getting, you know, maybe some celebrity interviews, doing a lot of coverage. And we also we're looking to get back on the the go with the Gita Mac documentary. Yeah. Uh, so aye, we got a lot a lot going on this year. Uh and you know, we'll always kinda we'll always have our fingers on the pulse and do be doing a lot more. So that that'll be that'll be really cool when that happens. Also we're gonna have some really cool guests coming up on the show as well. Uh so I keep an eye out for what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, can we mention what we're what we're going to be screening soon, or should we wait until Thursday for that? I uh, we'll wait till Thursday. See what's what. Okay, I don't want. Uh, I want to do it now. Canny man, canny. There's more details to be confirmed. I can't do it. But safe to say that you should make sure and follow our social media and whatnot because some really really cool stuffs coming up. I will tell you is this, guys. Uh, the next episode you will see of the Jibber Jabber podcast will be over on the Bathgate Cinema page. You'll also still be able to get it here, but it will be a specific kind of show that caters to film goers, cinema attenders, attendees. Cinephiles. Did you say <laughs> cinephile? Cin- I thought your name was Peter. <laughs> Peterphile! <laughs> uh, aye. So it's going to be real cool. Thursday will be a new chapter for us as a show and the show will be a bit different but again you will still get the show on a sunday the normal jibber jabber we'll have more guests coming up more cool stuff so make sure to hit the subscribe button and all that fun lovely jubbly stuff jmac is there anything you want to say before we close goodbye that's it man that's it that's it i follow him on twitter at jmac starlaw <laughs> that is not active man don't bother don't, <laughs> don't follow me anywhere I'm, I'm i can't be arsed <laughs> <laughs> and on that note guys we will see you on thursday make sure to be there or be square love y'all bye bye